welcome to the Line Life Podcast, produced by Transmission and Distribution World and Utility Products. We're bringing you stories of the grit, courage, and inspirational teamwork that it takes to be a line worker. Today's story features Greg McGriff, a recently retired shift serviceman for Entergy Mississippi, who won an award for providing exceptional service following Hurricane Ida. Hello and welcome to the Line Life Podcast. My name is Amy Fishbach and I'm the field editor for Transmission and Distribution World Magazine. Today I'm talking with Greg McGriff, a shift serviceman for Entergy Mississippi. Greg retired in March 2022 with 32 years of service for the company. He won the Plus One Award from his utility for providing exceptional service in the wake of Hurricane Ida. Greg, thank you for being here with us today. Glad to be here. In a story on your company's website, you mentioned that your whole family has done this job, including your daddy and your brothers. Describe what it was like growing up in the line trade. Well, it was, I guess, I thought it was like everybody else, except daddy wasn't home all the time. He was always traveling somewhere, but uh, it was pretty good because when he could, he'd take us with him, and we'd go out with him on the job site when he was working. Back in them days, you could do that. we spend time with him while he was at work, and... Yeah, I said, it, it was all right. It was good. Home life was good. Wonderful. And Greg, what were some of your earliest memories of being out on the job with him? Well, I was at East, uh, when he, in the summertime, so he was working off. He'd take us with him for a week. I've been to St. Louis when I was a kid, Cincinnati, Detroit. We'd go all over the country with him, stay for a week. We'd come back home, you know, back on the mom. And uh, it was great. We had a ball. Me and my brother, my brothers were separated so much in our ages that we all went at separate times, but we all had a ball. And I guess that's what got us hooked. Talk about your brothers. Did they also work for Entergy Mississippi or did they work for other companies? Ah, uh, well, no, myself and all, both my brothers, we all started out as union contractors. So uh, I was going for 11 years. My oldest brother, he retired as a union contractor. He retired about probably six, seven years ago, and my youngest brother, he's a shift service man in Energy Arkansas right now. How did your father feel about you and your brothers continuing on the tradition of line work? Well, I don't think they were just real enthused about it. They wanted us all to go to college, but uh, weren't none of three of us really college material, and I think they realized that too. So they, they were pretty good with it. And did you guys talk about line work a lot at home and when you were together? Oh, yeah. He would always, whenever we uh, get together now, we, just the brothers, we still talk about line work. But yeah, daddy would always tell us stories about, and he'd always have some good, funny stories and telling us about this, that, and the other. And yet, we, I said, that's where we grew up. That's who he hung out with mostly, was his buddies were online. So, yeah, we heard a bunch of stories. Yeah, linemen are kind of like a family, right? So you had probably all came together. That's right. That's right. We used to have cook fish fries and cookouts, and and then you had the union picnics and stuff like that. So yeah, I remember all that. Those are great memories. And what do you think it was about line work that made it a good career for your whole family? Well, I mean, it's of course actually the money's good, the benefits are great, which is something. And a lot, you know, there a lot of companies are getting away from now. But the benefits were good. We had to. Had to be gone a lot, work a lot, but like I said, it's, yeah, I can't complain. It did, it did me well. 
and you recently retired after more than three decades in the line trade. Describe what your roles and responsibilities were as a shift serviceman for Entergy Mississippi. Okay, well, after 44 years, because I was a contractor for 11 before I went to Energy. But anyway, uh, trouble man, we, I'm a lineman, but I had a trouble job. And that's what we call it. They, I know they, Energy's got their name for them. I was a trouble man. Okay. And we shoot, we shoot trouble because we do service work also. We don't just shoot. Fortunately, we don't just get you shoot trouble, but we shoot trouble and we issue at an assigned territory and you work in your territory and you may have to go somewhere else to, if you don't have enough work in your territory, but you know, you shoot trouble, white people call in on lights out or car at a pole or whatever and go check on it and see what the problem, if we had a problem and what the problem was, or it may be a customer problem. You figure that out. They may need to call an electrician or whatever, you know, or something like that. That's what a trouble man does. He, he's a, he shoots trouble. He finds out what the problem is. If it's the company's problem or if it's the customer's problem. And then you had 11 years, you said, for the contractor before you joined mm-hmm. Entergy Mississippi. So what did you do um, for the contractor? And did you work there at the same time as your brothers? Yes, we were all at that time. We were all working. And my daddy was a contractor. Yes, we were all contractors at that time. And we worked together a lot. And then we, you know, separated. We'd go here, there. We worked all over. But uh, mostly I did uh, reconducts, reconduct cutovers, and, and some transmission line. And then where did you get your training then? Did you get it through the union when you started it? I got it through the union. That's right. Through the union, through the self-care training program. And then? I hired on the energy. I, I was a lineman. You were alignment. I was already alive. And then looking back, what were some of the highlights of your career? I don't know about the highlight. You know, you remember all the bad things. So, yeah. That's right. Well, actually, well, naturally, whenever I made alignment, that was a highlight. That's a big deal when you top out. Absolutely. And then before retiring from the utility, how did you pass on your knowledge and experience to the other servicemen coming up in the trade? Okay. Oh. Uh, Generally, when servicemen, we work by ourselves. So sometimes, you know, you got some people that want to learn how you, you know, how you know this, how you know that. And then you, you know, you try to tell them and, and a lot of them pick it, most of them pick it up pretty good. I mean, we, we, there's a bunch of good young, good young hands out there. And what is your advice to linemen who are just starting out in their careers? Well, the first thing I'd be honest with you, and I know this ain't, but correctly, you can't wear your, your feelings on your shoulder. You know, because I'm gonna, they're rough. They'll always were. I come up under World War II and Korea and Vietnam War vets. They didn't cut you no slack. They didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. They weren't trying. They weren't trying to degrade you. But they would get on your behind when you messed up. Right. But if you wasn't doing good, they'd let you know it. Mm-hmm. You know that that was for you. That wasn't. That wasn't to make you feel bad. That was you, hopefully to get your attention and make you type up, do right, and try to keep you alive. Because it's a dangerous business, for the most part, just for that. I didn't, you know, I didn't sugarcoat nothing. Told them what I expected and what I wanted. And, and they delivered. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You got to keep them safe no matter what. I mean, that's absolutely the top priority. 
All right. And now let's move on to storms. Following Hurricane Ida, you were one of more than 28,000 workers from 41 states who traveled to Louisiana to provide assistance. Can you take us back to that day when you were called out to respond to the storm? And when you arrived in Louisiana, what was the damage and destruction like from Hurricane Ida? And what were your roles and responsibilities during the storm restoration? Oh, well, we got there. We didn't go there right after the storm. Mm -hmm. It was about a week because we had trouble here. Sure. When we got down there, it, uh, uh, it was, it was, it was, they had a storm. Uh, there were trees, pines and oak trees and stuff down everywhere, you know, roofs going off of houses and whatnot. Uh, so it wasn't, but at that night, like I said, we were a week later. So by the time we got there, I got there. You know, most of the roads were clear, so you could travel. And the trade trimmers had done in there and done, done a lot of trade trimming and stuff and got stuff cleared up. It wasn't like it when, you, when it happens at your house and you can't do hardly anything because you can't get nowhere. So it was pretty good whenever we got there. It was about a week later. But, uh, but I said they had a lot of damage. And, uh, and like the, when the, when the man come ask me, I was at that particular time, I was running some, we had a bunch of contractors down there. And, we didn't have no supervisor, so I was running a bunch of crews, contract crews. We had just got the main line where the guy was out. We had got that line on, I think, the day before. His line was tore off his house. He had somebody over cleaning up his place and cutting some trees that were leaning, that were damaged. And he ended up tearing the power line down, but it wasn't hot at that time. It was still all de-energized. You know, so anyway, he found me after they've got the line on. He saw his laborers come on on both sides and he didn't come on. So anyway, he called, well, he didn't call, but he found me. And, uh, I was, I was on the side of the road and doing, I don't know what I was doing, but I was on the side of the road parked. Anyway, he found me and said, look, everybody's on with me. So I said, well, all right, what's your, can you show me where you, they always want to give you an address. I'm going to tell you, you know, they'll, but he was actually, can you show me where you live? Cause like, I'm not from here. Yeah. So he turned back to his house and, uh, Sure enough, his service, secondary service was tore down and I picked it back up and got him back on. I guess he had a bunch of cows and stuff and he had a farm or a shop and it was off also. And they had got it energized that morning. This was that afternoon and he didn't have power and that and what it was. They had forgot to close the switch in. So I went and you know, looked at the line, closed the line out and closed the switch back in and Got it back on it. We got talking, and I told him my name and whatever, and uh, but I never thought he would, you know, do what he did. But I mean, I, I was appreciative because most of the customers on the storm are appreciative all of. Great, great job on that storm restoration in Hurricane Ida. It sounds like you really went above and beyond the call of duty to help out that customer. And as a lineman, looking back on your career. We had mentioned that you were able to help others and put your kids through college. And you said you had a good run in the industry. What's next for you in your retirement? I do. I have three grandchildren. Uh, and I don't know what's next. Um, right now, I'm, I'm taking care of my wife. She fell and broke her shoulder a while back. So kind of hung up here with her. Uh, but that's all right, too. She's been by me for 44 years, so I guess I can take care of her a little while, okay. but I don't know. Uh, I miss work. I ain't gonna lie. I do. And I thought about going back, going back contracts and so on. 
working storms and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. Because I mean, I, right now we're doing softball season and I got granddaughters playing softball. So I'm not doing anything right now. I'm just going to take care of mama and, and watch some grandbabies play ball. <laughs> Sounds great. Well, do you have any other comments about your life as a lineman? I tell you what, it's been good. No, I can't complain. Oh, I made good money. No mom and them want me to go to college, but I think, I think they were satisfied with what we did. And, uh, I've had, I've so far, I've had a damn good run. Wonderful. Well, Greg, thank you for taking the time to talk with us today for the Line Life podcast. We appreciate linemen like you who go above and beyond the call of duty to help your customers. We wish you the best of luck for a happy and healthy retirement. Thanks for all you have done all right. for the line trade. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. This episode of the Line Life Podcast was written and recorded by Amy Fishbach. It was produced by John Doberstein. If you would like to share a comment on this episode or have suggestions for a lineman we could feature on an upcoming podcast, please email us at linelifepodcast at gmail.com. Please follow the show to be updated when new episodes are released and leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts if you wish. Head to the show description to see where you can find us on social media. We recently celebrated a year of producing the Line Life podcast, and we appreciate listeners like you for taking the time to hear audio stories and interviews about line work. Thanks for listening to the Line Life podcast.